It's happy hour again from Uptown New Orleans at 3811 St. Charles Avenue, a building we like to call the Collins Hotel. A great place to come and stay if you're coming to New Orleans and a great place to come and have a drink if you're already here as we are today. Hi, I'm Grant Morris. I'm joined here at the Collins Hotel by five amazing people. In the next 60 minutes, you're going to meet them. They're five of the many thousands of fascinating people who live in New Orleans. And in the next 60 minutes, you'll also get to hear some live music. At the end of the show, you might conclude New Orleans is a great city where people love to talk, have fun, and enjoy great music. But you probably know that already, so let's get right on with doing nothing. But enjoying the next 60 minutes of Happy Hour together, my special guest this afternoon are Myrtle Von Dammitz III. Myrtle is a painter and curator who has lived and worked in New Orleans since December the 20th, 1998. Bruce Davenport is an artist and native New Orleanian who grew up in the Lafitte housing project, starting his career at the age of five by drawing stick figures. And today is known for his unique drawings of New Orleans high school marching bands. Hello, both of you artists. Hello. Hello. And our band today is a band collectively known as Hazy Ray and individually known as Joshua Ray, Mike Hayes, and Mitch Curtis. Their music is hard to categorize, but is probably best described as twisted jazz. Does that sound accurate? We've heard it. You've heard, We've heard that heard before? That. I read that on the internet somewhere. And a, as far as twisted jazz goes, we have a twisted jazz player who plays straight ahead jazz. Mitch Foreman, the lovely, talented, charming, and gorgeous piano player for Happy Hour. For Happy Hour. For Happy Hour. Can you help me out? One, two, three. <laughs> you just can't get through to the guy sometimes. He just likes to sit there and play piano. Just could you wave at him? It's in the middle. Just just <laughs> Okay, Mitch. Jokes over. Very funny. Thank you very much. Good job, Mitch. Very nice. Very nice. Where was the message? Where was the We were waving at you, can't you see? <laughs> no, what and happened? No, well, anyway, for those of uh, you who are joining us for the, for the first time, Mitch is blind. <laughs> and so uh, there's very little we can do about that. So, hey, guys, thank you much, very much for joining us. What I've noticed so far when I just put the show together, this little intro here, is that Myrtle, you're Myrtle Von Damitz the third. Yeah. And Bruce, you're Bruce Davenport Jr. Yes, sir. Thank yeah. you. You don't have to call me sir again, no, but no, no, no. I do like that, actually. Yeah. Myrtle, who are the first two Myrtle Von Dammitzes ahead of you? They, they, pref they prefer never to be named. I, I can't say who they are. You can't say? No. What a great sterling start to the show. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse to answer that question. <laughs> were, were, were there two other Myrtle Von Dammitzes ahead of you? No, there, you there were not. There's not, there, really? No. You just I'm, made that up? I did. I made it up. <laughs> <laughs> How did you... Uh, I'm Patrick Michael Hayes the seventh. Yeah. How did you... Don't uh, worry about it. <laughs> How did you come up with three? Uh, it's more interesting than two. Yeah, than junior. <laughs> or junior. A junior. You didn't want to be junior? No. I, Bruce and I I, 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 I was junior. I, I used to change my, my numbers around, but I what? ended up having to stick to the third. Huh. What were you originally? Did you start off as Myrtle Von Dammitz? Which is not an unusual name enough, awesome. of course. Yeah. Awesome no. yeah it's really already is. a sort of imposing name, isn't it? Yeah, people like to yell it really loudly. Let's do that. <laughs> Dammits. 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 <laughs> yeah. And what about Von Dammits? Oh, that, that goes back to my Prussian roots, Von Dammits. Yeah. That was the first Von Dammitses. Where'd they come from? What part of Prussia? <laughs> or wherever they used to fight wars in Prussia. That's right, the Prussian Wars. Yeah. They were fought probably in Prussia. Yeah. yeah. That's next to Franco. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. So anyway, what else I noticed on your bio when I read this? You know, well, someone gave it to me. It says uh, that you uh, you arrived in New Orleans on on December the twentieth, nineteen ninety eight. What what time did you arrive? <laughs> <laughs> it was a little after one in the afternoon. Really? Yeah. And it was very balmy weather. It was, it, was, it was December, so it can be freezing or it can be lovely. Here. No, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful day. Yeah. What were you wearing? Oh, wow. overalls. <laughs> were you dressed for the occasion or you thought, oh, it's so hot here. No, I, I had a T-shirt. I was dressed for the butt, so you have to mm-hmm. dress you know, in strange ways for the butt. So you can wipe the vomit and spit off your yeah. butt. What bus were you on? The Greyhound. I don't remember the number. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. So it, it pulled in about 1 o'clock into the terminal downtown on... Loyola. So, yeah, somewhere in the early afternoon. Yeah. And I, where, where had you come from? Where had you gone on? From California. Yeah. That's a long bus ride. Y- yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that'll, that's the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> had you been here before? Thank you. Yeah, I tried to joining. move here before, once before with a, with a friend of mine, and yeah. it didn't work out so well. But What I, happened? Um, see, my friend had a horrible nervous breakdown, and mm. I got a, a night job at Binder's Bakery, mm. which uh, making the po'boy kind of bread, making po'boy, packing po'boy bread. And uh, after a couple of weeks, I was really tired. And when my friend freaked out, I just decided to get on a bus again, and I went to New York. What the, what caused him or her to have the nervous breakdown? Uh, I think that she was having drug withdrawals. Mm. Were you living uh, together in the same house? Uh, yeah, we were roommates up You're in... You were roommates? Yeah, yeah, we were like two of 15 people in an apartment in San Francisco. And everyone was leaving town because it was crazy. So you and the drug addict friend got on the bus and came to New Orleans. Well, what better place mm. to come if you're a drug addict, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> well, it's not a good place to end up in Charity Hospital oh. turning green oh. at 2 or in the morning. Wow, yeah. no. Oh. Is that what happened to her? Yeah. So we, we put her on a, a bus back to California eventually. After she recovered. But, oh, but meantime, she managed to... to um, what did she... Well, anyway, I can't remember the story, but it had something to do with a, a, a junkie guitar player who was really mean to people. He tried to kill her. So uh, actually, recent guests of yours yeah. saved her life. Who was that? Uh, Luke Allen. Luke Allen, who was on our show last week from yeah. Happy Talk. Yeah. Wow. He saved her life. How did he do that? Mouth to mouth? No, no, he got the guy <laughs> off of her before, before he actually cut her. It's like oh. it was a legitimate <laughs> attack. Oh. So, wow. this guy, so somebody was trying to kill your friend. Right. And Luke Spur Allen from Happy Talk intervened and, and saved her life. Right. Wow. Good God. Yeah. So a nice little tie-in. Well, right well, on. For the good guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really? Awesome. Yeah. Where was this exactly? Oh, it was, it was uh, near the French Quarter. I mean, in a house or a bar? Or in a bar, yeah. It, a band was playing. He was playing with a band. His band was playing. Wait, he was on stage when he attacked your friend? I, I believe so. I wasn't there. Maybe it was the band. It was Mike Hayes' band? <laughs> it was like, oh, the guy put me on blast like that. <laughs> the guy who was trying to kill her wasn't in the band. No. But... Yeah, he was in the band. That's crazy to me. He got off the stage because he didn't oh, wow. like... He was in He was, he was in crazy. Luke's he was crazy. No, Luke was in the audience. Oh. Okay, this is a great story. So the guy, <laughs> is, this is even better than I thought, the guy is playing in the band mm. in a bar in New Orleans, gets off the stage to kill somebody, wow. namely your Pretty friend. Pretty much, yeah. Who's, who's all screwed up on drugs at the same no, time. No, no, she's, she's, she's better. At she, the time, I mean, she had she'd, gotten the she'd, she'd turned green and been discharged from charity hospital. Right. And thought she, she was recovered. feeling better, and she goes out and to feel good, and then someone tries to kill her. And a junkie guitarist attacks her. Yeah. Yeah. Do I need to take the guitar out of the room? Does it bring up terrible? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I wasn't there. 
Oh, okay, okay. Okay, okay that's good. Just making sure. Oh, and how okay. long had you all been in New Orleans at this point, Myrtle? Uh, a, a few weeks. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> yeah. And how long, how long have you guys in the band been here in New Orleans? Since uh, September, right? Yeah. September. Yeah, September. This is Josh Ray from September. Joshua Ray, not Josh. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, either way is fine. Either Ray is fine. Yeah. Oh, look at you. Thank you very much. Nice he, you yeah. he was the guy who tried to kill that lady. No. Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, I was actually applying for the job of what? rookie guitarist, but oh. I didn't know that attempted homicide was really? part of the gig. Yeah, so Welcome to New Orleans, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so what kind of drugs do you guys do in the band? Um... Keep whatever's on the table. I like how you're looking at each uh, other. Like maybe whatever, whatever's on the table. Is a cr- <laughs> really? We don't have anything except alcohol here. Alcohol. Bruce, do you have any weed or anything? No, we live it at home with the guns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Caffeine is by far my favorite <laughs> drug. <laughs> Caffeine? We do love. Love is, uh, love love is, is the only drug. drug. Love is the drug. It's the only drug. <laughs> That's good. And what about you, Mitch? Um, you're not a weed smoker, are you? You don't. You got long hair and a mustache. I, I do have long hair, so you assume. Yeah, then I'm assuming that you must be mm. a weed smoker. Who are right. these other guys who just walked in? Are you in the band as well? All right, actually, uh, our uh, our new drummer, drummer just walked in. Oh, yeah. oh he got a fight, this dude. He's the handsome. Hey, He's hey, the handsomest guy in the band. Drummers are always late. No, always. This 100%. is the best looking drummer no, I've I, seen. I, I turn and play that. He is a great looking drummer. I turn and play that. You got to tag him. Yeah, oh, oh, we're gonna like, get drumstick. We got a dollar, dollar twenty-five cent. That's more than you guys have made oh. in weeks, right? Yeah. You are absolutely right. Oh, I, stick around; you're gonna be less than that. <laughs> now, Bruce, you're mm. a junior as well. Yeah, yeah. So, what's is there really is a Bruce Davenport senior? For God's sake, don't tell my, me you made yeah. that up. Did well, you? no, my daddy, he's a pastor. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, that's some preacher's kid. You really are? Oh, yeah, hell yeah. How'd you go so far off the rails? Uh, well, right? it's, it's kind of bad, but now the women don't want to give me none. <laughs> Is that right? Wait. They think I'm a good guy. Because you're the preacher's preacher son, so yeah. you didn't, you didn't yeah. get it? Yeah. yeah. Wait, how I, did thought you? That, I thought that was the angle. Well, what happened is they, they say, well, on Sunday I can't mess with you because you're going to church. I said, shit, I ain't going to church. <laughs> what about, no, what man, about, your approach was completely backwards. You know, <laughs> but, well, I'm just saying my, my daddy, he, 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 you know, he taught us to be uh, you know, faithful to God, you know, to believe in him. Faithful to God. Uh-huh. Well, and, that's and then one all, thing, right? you know, my talents you know, came from God as a gift, and you know, I, I rely on that. But that's, that's how I pay my bills and my livelihood. You know, that's how I'm going to start my legacy. You know? So we'll, we'll deal with my daddy. You know, he believed that. If you follow God and have faith in him, you'd be all right. You know, so that's the deal with him. So, Is that true? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for real. For that real. ended up being true. So you believe that? Oh, yeah. All so time. did he tell you that you shouldn't be banging chicks as well, or was it well, just he did. what they thought? He did, but then he had his fingers crossed. But don't tell him I said that. <laughs> <laughs> but now, I remember um, my first time I moved in with my dad. I had to be about 14 years old. So just imagine a 14-year-old living with his daddy with all the little women running through the house and stuff. I'm like, Daddy, is this how it's supposed to be? He goes, son, don't worry about it. When you get older, you understand. I said, no, man, tell me, nah. <laughs> you know? But as I got older, I saw that, you know, it wasn't about just that. It was just about living, you know, doing good things in life. That's how God bless you. And so that's what happened. Because, like, before Katrina, you know, I was, I was working for the, for the man. I was being a slave, you know. And then, and then I finally realized my talent, and then I started doing the talent, you know, and then God was, like, speaking to me in certain things. You know, How but, did you hear God's voice? Well, certain things that, that you do and God don't like, he'll, he'll deal with you at that time. But certain things you do that he do like, he'll reward you. You know, he, he'll deal with you like a, a son or a daughter. You know? But how? Like, I, mean, like, how, I haven't recognized that in my life at well, all. Say, for instance, like, okay, like maybe you're driving in your car 
and like you want to make a right turn, but then you be like, well, no, if I make the right turn, I might, it might go down the wrong street. You know, it's like things like that that God deal with you, with mm. your spirit, um, with your spirit man. But sometimes in your physical form, it's just different because you're fighting two battles, your, your physical and your spiritual. So I want to deal with God in the spiritual, but in the physical. I'm, I'm I'd like the up. physical help because I've got a terrible sense of direction. It would be Man. good. You see oh what I'm drinking? Huh? Yeah, you see what I'm doing? Well, see so how this yeah. is on your second drink already. What is yeah. this? Some That's the of... physical. <laughs> <laughs> That's the physical. But, I mean, God, he, he has blessed me. I mean, after Katrina, I mean, I stayed like five days in New Orleans after Katrina. And it was God that, that kept me from getting out, you know, staying out of trouble. Yeah. It was for easy where, for you to get into trouble, you know, dealing with that stuff, you know. Where you, were you when the storm hit? Oh, I was on Bullet and Haynes. I was in East New Orleans. And then after so that. got hit pretty bad. Oh, man. The, Katrina came through like she, caught her, oh, like she caught her husband cheating on her. You ever had a woman catch you cheating on her? You see all in your face? Well, keep living. You will. And Katrina came to New Orleans rocking and rolling. I mean, I went through tornadoes in Oklahoma. I went through... Uh, um, before desert, Katrina. Yeah, before Katrina. I desert storms in Arizona. You know, stove storms in Missouri. But Katrina, them hurricanes... Maybe God's trying to get rid of you. For real. I hear from God that day. Right. <laughs> I said, God, I'm prove you wrong. So you, you didn't take Katrina personally. Well, it did a good yeah. thing for you. It changed your whole life. Well, tell you the truth, with, with Katrina, if it didn't teach you nothing, it didn't teach you nothing at all. But Katrina taught me that, Bruce, you know how to hide. <laughs> you know how to hide so I knew how to hide and, and whenever bad stuff was going on in the city I knew where to go at my granddad always said a man ain't shit if he, if he didn't have one, more than one rat hole to run into and so I made sure I had more than one right. rat hole to run into for the that's train. a good saying oh man trying to tell you pimp <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's the, you guys from Hazy Ray have just which is obviously a combination of Mike Hayes and Joshua Ray. Well done. You really are the first, the first person to put that together. All by yourself. Really? Not yes. kidding. You've got. You're not. Yeah. You are not, not at all. Oh, I thought you were being funny. Uh, no. Yeah. So, yeah. How, how stupid is everybody else? That's yeah. a very good question. You are above average, sir. That's yeah. a really scary situation, really. <laughs> what do most people think? They ask you where you got the no, name. No, they have no clue. No. They just they, don't. We, we get have it. actually video proof of this on several. Uh, several uh, several shows. You uh, really. You are the That's, first. That is insane. So you guys met in Texas. Yeah, yeah. A wonderful uh, little restaurant in College Station called the Republic Steakhouse. Hey, uh, we played every week in front of thirty six thousand dollars of whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you put that. I've never thought about it like that. That's nice. Were your backs to it, or were you staring at the uh, whiskey? Yeah, it's uh, like seven cases from floor to ceiling of all the whiskeys that they carry. And I think that's how much it's worth. So right? you, you're a guitar player and singer-songwriter, yeah, Joshua, and Mike, mm -hmm. you play the trombone. I play the trombone. How did you start off? By, were you in a marching band? I was. I was in the marching band. Bruce Straw's marching band. Yeah. So Tell them gonna... where you're from, Mike. Uh, Tell them where I'm from, Mike. I'm from, uh, I grew up in College Station, and I... Uh, Ain't your fault. Ain't your fault. I know. I know it. I know it. I know it. Um, <laughs> And then I went to, I still go to, I go to LSU. Yes, sir. So I've been marching. It's God's fault. I've been, yeah. I've been right, marching with right. the, uh, the Golden Tigers. Band from Tigerland for a while. So you're in the, you're in the. I was, I was for five years. I was in the marching band Tigers. at LSU. What are they called? The Golden Fighting Band. Fighting 100 or something? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. They What's, got more than 100, right? Uh, 325. Whoa. 325 yeah. people in the band. In the marching What am band. I thinking of? St. Org or something? Uh, yeah. Me and St. Org. Then not 325. No, there's 100, right? Yeah, about 100, close to 100. Before Katrina, maybe 120 on a good day, but 325. <laughs> how y'all got all everybody together, you know, keep everybody, in, you know, in order? 
Uh, it's just very organized. Wow. Rhythm, man. Wow. <laughs> Talking of rhythm and organization, let's hear a song from Hazy Ray. What do you think, you guys? I see we've got we've got the upright bass we here. Oh, we've yeah. got a trombone. We've got a guitar. And your drum on here. Yeah. What's up? The drum is here. What are you uh, What are you thinking of playing? Josh, what would you like to play? Um, let's do. A you don't have to move, metal. We're cool. Y'all want to hear? Let's yeah, leave it up to you guys. Y'all want to hear something upbeat? You want to hear something mellow? What do you want to hear? Mellow. Go ahead, mellow. Me mellow. Yeah. Yeah. Mellow. Okay. okay. All right, we're gonna mellow it out for a second. Okay. Oh. Here we go. We're going to play a song called Stay and Fight. Now, if you're not good, we're going to boo you. Stay and fight. Yeah. That doesn't, That's fine. That doesn't sound too mellow. Stay yeah, and for fight. Real. But okay. Wait for it, man. Wait for it. <laughs> You'll see. Shortly after I started playing with Mitch Curtis, he told me a story. Uh -huh. So I wrote this song. Who's talking? I can't even see I am. Oh, sorry, Josh. I can't man. see anything for some yeah. reason. The man is talking. So what's up with Jimi Hendrix? Um, he's the reason I'm here, man. Yeah? Yeah. My dad used to listen to Jimmy. I used to say, Dad, turn that stuff off. You know, but as I got older, I started loving Jimmy. The bad left hand man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh. that's the reason that's what I do. She left her footprints in his hair like dolls that God leaves in the sand. But she's not the black to stand over, no. And they burn hotter than the sun. Oh, we'll see the only one who knows. Who knows. Soon she leaned and then she fell and saw he didn't do him well. Now he's drowning in the cell, oh Lord. She let him in and then she laughed to sentiments like a devil. Oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. Ain't the only time he ever saw her sad is when she told him to go. Didn't you wanna stay and fight? I guess I'll never know. It's the only time he ever saw her sad is when she told him to go. Won't you know? Didn't you want him to stay and fight? <laughs> the 
don't say what they mean. They don't say what they need. They don't say what they mean. Yet the only time he ever saw her side is when she told him to go. Think they was, you know, you think they, they was black. Just, I mean, <laughs> wow. That was the biggest compliment I've ever gotten in my life. <laughs> I mean, they got, they got so, y'all not from New Orleans, y'all got soul like that. They're not from New Orleans and they're white. We got soul. All right, let's get something straight. I was hatched in South Carolina. Oh, look at that South Carolina. I've been eating greens my whole life. Man. Oh, 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 oh <laughs> greens? Oh, man. I love, I mean, y'all, all right, all right. I got to come check y'all out, bro. I'm mean, straight, bro. We can see it. We can see you. You guys live in New Orleans now, right? Yes, yeah. Yeah. And Josh, you wrote that song about a heartbreak? For um, real? Come and talk he, on the mic. Yeah, Mitch Curtis. Uh, well, we had, a, I think, what was it, the third show we played together? Something like that, yeah. So uh, we get off stage, and I'm like, I got to tell you something. Let me drink this first, and I want you to know I'm, I want you in the band. Yeah. And I drank this beer real fast, and I was like, all right, listen, what was wrong with you? That was terrible. Oh. <laughs> and he was like, to be honest, there was, a, there was somebody present who, who I've had a history with and haven't really let her go all the way yet. Oh. And then... Um, I was I was booking our we were, we had a Texas tour last summer and I was booking that and she put something on Facebook and he got all down again and I was like all right tell me the story we got to get this out of you I mean come on man I can't have you having bad shows anymore so uh, he told me the story and when he was telling me the story I re I realized that I had lived this story a yeah. few times I you was know? that woman and I was uh, I was that woman <laughs> so uh, I started writing and the funny thing about it is I wrote the I wrote the first verse and the music and I'm just going and he's telling me the story and I'm going I'm writing I'm writing I'm writing 
I sing him the first verse in the chorus, and he looks me dead in my soul, and he says, I had never thought about it like that. Because I real. assumed he was telling me that he lost her mm. because he didn't stay and fight, because... Yeah. It had happened to me before. You know, I didn't show the woman like yeah, you, I had the opportunity to show her how much I wanted to. Yeah. I wanted her and I didn't. It didn't. And he was like, I've never thought of it like that. And it was just one of those things like, all right, I guess we're supposed to finish it then. <laughs> hey, man, that's a woman for you, bro. Yeah, man. We, we, oh, we were all young. You're going to blame her. We, man, were, we woman, were all young. We a had woman to learn. will love you to death and then leave you. For real. Yep. Merkel, you are a woman. You have to say something about mm -hmm. that. You Would you love a man Producer, leave would you the love a man and leave him because you don't love him no more? Would you stay and work it out? <laughs> I'm just if, if you don't love somebody, why would you stay? For real, for real. So wait a minute. So maybe, maybe it's your fault if you don't know she doesn't love you. Oh, I, don't, I, never, I never asked her. <laughs> I love it, so, so you write all your, you write all the songs, or? Uh, well, you know. <laughs> Yes. About, yes. About yes, he does. He does. Yeah. <laughs> well, Mitch, do you feel better now that you've got this out? That oh, this, yeah, totally. So the song yeah. cured you? Uh, I would say so, yeah. Yeah. Really? Now, Myrtle, lean into this uh, microphone. You better have He's engaged with somebody else. So you can write a song and get it out of you. Beg for another whiskey. Out of your assistant, good vet. Yeah. So, Myrtle, your paintings are, I mean, I can't think of another word to describe them, but I would say disturbing probably would be. Thank you. Well, so when you write something like a song in words like that and you, you get the story out, are, you, are, you, are your paintings coming out of your conscious experiences? Uh, sometimes I, I use those as touchstones because I don't really ha come up with ideas beforehand. What does it mean? So you sit down with a blank canvas <laughs> with no idea about what you're going to paint yeah, and it just I, comes out? Yeah, if mm -hmm. I try and paint something that I've thought of in advance, it comes out horribly. Yeah, that's when you got skill. You can sit there and look at it and it just comes out. Instead of just, you know, well, I'm going to make it look like this, you know. But a lot of times, you know, it's just, I take the pen in my hand and just, just start drawing something. Mm -hmm. rather, than just, rather than just sitting back talking about, I'm going to make it like this, you know, make it like that. I'm quite sure when the musicians, they write their music through experiences or something they saw. You know, that's the way I am. I like to do it, bam, right then and there, you know, spontaneous kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, but everybody yeah. has their parameters. Mm -hmm. so exactly. You use, like you like use marching band. Mm -hmm. You have to write, you know, within a certain, you know, using musical patterns and notations mm -hmm. and ideas of music. What I'm, it means I'm to actually, make jazz. I'm actually, a, I, I'm lyrics first guy. Lyrics first. Uh, for me, it's a... Uh, Do you want to tell a story first and then you find a melody to tell it with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so nice. Lyrics are, you know, mm -hmm. what we do That's is kinda super I important. That's kind of how I paint, yeah. So and, and, and really, I've always felt that like any creative people that I meet, it's all about knowing yourself because there's people who are better at having an idea and just making it come into existence. It's just mm. understanding if it's not what you do, do you want to take the time to get good at it or is that going to take away from what it is that mm. you do? You know, and it's knowing yourself. It's however you want to do it. Mm. You know, it's, it's being honest. If you're not honest with yourself completely, you can't be a productive, creative yeah. person. Like I just didn't see You can't that. fake it? No, you can't fake it till yeah, you make you it. Yeah, you have to. I mean, look at what's his name. You, um, it, I'm not Manudo. Not Manudo. Manudo? What's the man of two dudes was faking singing? Back in the Millie 80s. Vanilli. See there? Millie Vanilli. I don't want to be like that. <laughs> Manunu? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Manulu. Oh, you're talking about Manudo? Yeah. Like Ricky Martin. When yeah, he's yeah. See, I don't want to be like that. I don't, I don't want to be faking it till I make it. Because you, you know, you don't enjoy it. You know, you, you come depressed about it. So. Myrtle, what are you writing mm. down there on your little piece of right. paper? Nothing. Are you, She's doodling. Are you doodling? doodling. Are you nervous yeah. or something? Well, yeah, if I, do you if always I do that? don't have a pen in my hand. What happens? You get all 
Yeah. Just like, I always have a pen in my hand too, but I don't have anything to write. He doesn't do anything. I'm, just, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> what, you've got a piece of paper. Twitching. You must sign yeah. checks. Well, you're not drawing anything. <laughs> you sign checks. No. <laughs> is this mic on? Yeah. Yeah. Whose drink is this? Oh, oh that's yours, you. I think. Well, I got a question since we're all, you know, artists here. Talking to the flat if, fit if there. We were, there we go. Uh, if, yes. we were, if we were talking on that same subject, would you rather be overpaid or underappreciated? Overpaid, baby. Is that right? Appreciate me later when I'm dead. Right. <laughs> but whatever oh, Picasso did, you know, okay. he was overpaid. Then when he died, he was just overappreciated. So you wait, know. you said overpaid, overpaid or underappreciated? Under 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 mm-hmm. hmm. Given like, that you have to choose why between. Those two choices? Yeah, yeah I mean, because just... Damien Hurst is overpaid and overappreciated. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you can, there's like a little bit of a combination. I don't know if it's like so black and white. It was just a question that, okay. I, that I like to ask other artists. That's what oh. tigers do. They start the questions mess. I like to <laughs> <laughs> Let's yeah. get back to Myrtle's subconscious. Yeah. 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 I want to know what's happening right here. Because the, the stuff in your paintings is, is what, how it, let me ask you how to, to describe it. How would you describe your paintings? Most of them. The ones that are Spirity looking. Spirity looking. I, I, I well maybe I I have no idea. I've never tried either. I mean I have tried. Well, but maybe I people just say. Stutter. Maybe people ask these guys. You know what are your influences and what sort of music is it? I can or, say finally what? like I, I didn't study art. You know so I learned about artists that I kind of relate to over time. So. What did you study? Uh, I graduated high school and then I traveled and then that was yeah I didn't really. Study. Where did you graduate high school from? In California, Los Gatos High School. Los Gatos, where's yeah. that? Was it in the cats? Yeah, yeah. Los Gatos. Like, Los Gatos. It's, um, Wait, uh, tell me your it's, mascot was the cats. It was a. Thank God. It was a. It was like a. Like Los Gatos it was a, <laughs> No, I think it was a tiger. Yeah. Okay, just well, make it sure. Just make it sure. So you went to high school. You dropped out of high school. And did no, no, I graduated high school. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't yeah. I, I wanted to drop out of high school, but my mom didn't play that. No. Good thing. You graduated Good from for high her. school. Yeah. She's with a stick. Did you, did, you, you, did you consider going to college metal or did you not? I did. I applied to college and then I decided to defer for a year and I went traveling and then uh, I, I just dropped the idea. Mm. What, did you, what did I you didn't discover? want to go into debt for the rest of my life for <laughs> whatever it is I ended up doing. That was a pretty dominating factor that you thought, I don't want yeah, to be in debt. Yeah, I hate paperwork. I really oh, really? hate paperwork. <laughs> Just didn't want to Just fill out Just applying for college was so <laughs> overwhelming and horrible. No, if you hate horrible. debt, you hate paperwork. College yeah. is not the place for you. <laughs> no. Yeah. I hate debt I mean, I regret it. You learn a lot of discipline <laughs> and you meet people that, you know, you'll find connections in college, especially for artists. I don't know that I would have studied art in college, though. Mm. What were you thinking of studying, like medicine? I was going to be a dowdy English teacher. An English teacher? Yeah. Wow. Lucky you discovered art. Let's talk about actually how you did discover art in a minute. But first of all, I'm going to take another musical digression for a minute and ask Mitch Foreman to play something for us. Mitch, what do you think? I'm thinking of, hey, everyone, I am thinking hey, what's of playing up? a song by <laughs> Rodgers and Hart called My Romance. Okay. It's an old, old jazz standard. Hit me with it. <laughs> you got it.
written all my life. Yes. yes. That was a definite man. star piece there, Mitch Foreman. Beautiful. Thank you very much. Mitch, oh, Mitch you the man. And that's, and that's with a cold Mitch as well. <laughs> you should hear what he yeah, has like when he feels good. Mitch, I'm about to cry, Mitch. And, <laughs> and, and, and another white guy. <laughs> hey, listen, my uh, guest here this afternoon at the Collins Hotel, uh, Myrtle Von Dammitz III, who's really Myrtle Von the I, Bruce Davenport Jr., who really <laughs> is Bruce Davenport Jr., Joshua mm-hmm. Ray, Mike Hayes, mm-hmm. Mitch Curtis, from the band Hazy Ray. And Willie McCulloch. And Willie McCulloch has walked in as well, the drummer. We're at the, the Collins guy. Hotel. If you're listening to this outside of New Orleans <laughs> and you're coming here and you're liking, looking for a place to stay or something to do, you need a few tips on a tour or what else to do while you're here, check in with our friends at neworleans.com, the official New Orleans travel site. You guys came here from Texas. They should have a, song, a little theme, you know. Why don't you write? You want to write them a theme for that bit? I have to do that bit. And maybe, week. yeah, we'll do it. Do it for next time. We'll come. Hey, I'll write it out and then you can read it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Can you write music? Oh, I can't. Actually, yeah. Mike? I'm a I'm a music student at LSU. Are you actually in school? Still? Right. Okay. And you're still in the band and in school? No, I don't march anymore. Are you not? You no. graduated from marching. I've uh, I've, 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 <laughs> I've since retired from the marching room. What are you going to do when you graduate with a degree in music from LSU? Um, I'm going to stick with Hazy Ray. Yep. Wow. And you'll be the most educated guy in the band. You guys graduate? Uh, no, 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 actually, actually Mitch absolutely Curtis. not. Mitch, Mitch, Curtis, is, Mitch, yeah. Mitch with the heartbreak, dude. Oh, it's all good, Mitch. I, I also have a degree in music. Oh, you have a degree already in music? Okay. Yeah, yeah well, you can really play. I mean, that's real. Yeah. Well, thank you. That's real bass playing. I mean, you guys can all really play, but I mean, that's... No, no, I pretend. <laughs> well, you can write, so you can get away with it. Exactly. We have... Hey, Mitch. Who taught you how to play a bass like that? Um, you know, I've... It's mainly been from just listening to other people. Uh-huh. I, the only real teacher I had was um, God. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> Is that what you wanted to hear, Bruce? No, you better I, see it. I had a teacher in college who pretty much just taught me the basics of the upright of, of yeah. positions and stuff like that. He, he was a great guy, um, yeah. but I really only took lessons for that one year um, just to give me that. But let me tell you, you, you can't see this, but Mitch. I mean, it's Mitch, right? Yes. Mitch was holding the bass like, I mean, like it's a million dollars. I mean, just plucking it out. Ooh, he's bad. Well, he was you. bad. Man, I'm telling you, this, I'm telling you, if you, you got to go see this band. I, where y'all play at? Uh, in town, we do a acoustic set every uh-huh. Friday night at uh, Alamo Underground. On what is that? It's a uh, it's a lounge. They make bagels and they got alcohol. <laughs> it's a lounge that makes place, bagels. Right? It's and uh, they sort of yeah, yeah yeah. They moved. They used to be a speakeasy in town and now Man, they're I'm come check y'all out. And, uh, Sonia, we I'm, come, I'm come check y'all out. You should come check us out on February 10th. Yeah, February 10th. Yeah, we we'll be in New York. I'm messing with y'all. What are you uh, doing? Yeah. Yeah. Doing in New York? Yeah, I'm, I'm getting out of here, but I'm tired of tired of this. I need to go to the other <laughs> New Orleans. What are you doing I'm in New York? Here. What do you do there? I'm just hanging, just hanging. You know, really? You yeah. making enough money out of selling those? Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and my daddy. Wow. <laughs> nice. No, no, not my dad. I ain't bringing him. He got to go to church. But I'm just saying. You have a wife and family, right? Hell no. I got a daughter. I got a 12 year old. I couldn't. I couldn't deal with a, a wife like so, every day. Really? Uh-huh. Like coming home, say, "Hey, baby, I love you." How do you no. get away with that? Nobody was down uh, for every three days. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no woman gonna take that. He gonna stab you up. Where you been at for the last four days? Oh, baby, I've been with my other woman. So, is, <laughs> are you telling the truth? You couldn't. You can't stay married because you can't no, stand I the can't idea do of it. it. I can't do it. I don't want. I don't want to be. I want God to be mad at me. You know. Well, I don't, I don't want, think God's mad at you for being married, is he? Otherwise, no. I'll be cheating on my wife. I'll tell her. Uh, like, yeah, look, baby, I'm going to buy another girlfriend. Why do Please. you? Why would you have to cheat? Because I'm an artist. Oh, really? That's I need creative mind. 
See, when you cheat, you come up with creative lies, creative whereabouts. <laughs> And with that art, it helps you out. So, uh, it's a challenge, you know what I mean? Without, without yeah. having access to cheating, are you still creative? Hey, hey, well, I left cheating alone, but I just started dealing with art more. You know, but with cheating, you have to so, look over your shoulder. So you put all your cheating into your art? Uh, yeah, I have How to. often do you have sex now? Oh, man, maybe three times after a week or something like that. Well, I mean, that's I'm more than when you're married, so the good move. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I don't want to get married. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that definitely yeah, drops off to less than three times a week. I got a partner. He got married. He went on his honeymoon. He said he had a great time. But when he came back, he said it was miserable. I said, what's wrong? He said, man, that woman don't give me nothing. I said, well, she don't, she don't cook. He said, man, she cook, but she don't give me none. I said, oh, you jive turkey, you. <laughs> but I mean, to me, to me, marriage is like a, it's like a um, special. Now I don't mess it up. You know, I don't well, mess what, it up. Who's the mother of you, of you, twelve-year-old kid? Oh, her name is Chanel Franklin. If y'all see her, beat up for me, please. Oh, <laughs> oh come on. Can no, I'm just playing. She, we could have the guy jump off the stage and, no, right. and try and kill Yeah, her. yeah, for real, for as real. As long as Luke Allen's not but, in the house to save but her. But no, she's she good people. She t- take care of my daughter. I make sure she, you know, whenever she, she called me, well, Bruce, I need $20 for this. I need $40 for that. So I give her $100 so she can leave me alone. You know, but it's a beautiful, beautiful Why doesn't thing. she ask for 100 so you'll give her two? I don't know. I'm scared. I need to talk to her. Give me a phone number. Hey, man, don't give her ideas now. His life is hard enough already. She's better better than child support, I tell you that. But Um, my my thing is, you know, I I enjoy it. I love being a father. I just, I know I I hate being a husband. So I love being a father. How have you avoided being a father more often then? How do I? How do you avoid it? Oh, just don't go around, come around, go around. Well, you're banging someone three times, different women three times a week? Probably. I don't know. I ain't telling on myself, but probably. You know. Okay. If I so, was, probably, yeah. So you should probably define telling on yourself. For real. So what's, <laughs> what's 52 times three? Do you guys work that out? Is that like... 156. Mm-hmm. Oh, college mm-hmm. student. Yeah. Very good. And that's a music student. Imagine if you had a real degree. I'm good with that. <laughs> so that's 156 Ow. chances of getting a woman pregnant a year. Mm. Well, I don't know. I use some condoms. I don't play around. Uh, condom, that's what I was getting at. Okay, condoms. Mm. So condoms do it. So what happened to the 12 years between when you, when you weren't drawing? The, oh. you, you were going to be a football star, I heard. Yeah, I, yeah I was playing football. I was playing football what in college. What position were you? I was a linebacker in college, and I, they switched me to safety in, in college. No, wait a minute. Linebacker in high school, and they switched me to safety in college. Did you have concussion at all? Oh, yeah, I had one. Man, I remember one time I caught this interception, and I'm running, I running towards the sideline, breaking towards the sideline. And, and as I look back, this lineman, he pops up on my right side. And as I turn towards him, he, he just KOs me. And so after the game, I looked at him, I said, bro, you want some lunch? <laughs> <laughs> he hit me that hard. I was like, his, I was his bitch. He was, he, he, I mean, he really smashed me. And I had a concussion and stuff. But football was like my way out of the projects. You know, my family, we grew up poor, you know. And then I was like, you know, I didn't want to sell no drugs. I didn't want to get in no trouble. And I wanted my people to be proud of me. So I thought maybe football was the way out of it, mm-hmm. you know, to bring them along, you know. So I busted my knee my, my freshman year in college. And after that, I was like, okay, I'm still going to play. Then I got to my senior year and, and, and playing that ball. And then the coach was like, well, look, Bruce, you know, you, you know, you finished. Your eligibility of playing for us is over. But you, need, you got three more semesters, you know. So what you going to do? I said, well, I'm gone. You know, I'm not sitting around here and paying y'all no more money. I done broke a knee, broke a, a neck for y'all. Come on, and I left school, and I, I wish I, you dropped out. Yeah, I dropped. I wish I would stay because at that time I was just I was being more ignorant than, than being more mature. What school was that? I was at Central Methodist. It was a it's a NAIA school, it was a Methodist school, whatever. And you know, I, I'm getting up there, man, and, and it was like a bunch of Mormons, you know. 
And here, here I am, come up the Baptist. <laughs> and they going to church like every day. Is God a Baptist or more? Oh, I don't know. I never asked him. I just I said, God, help me. Aren't they all just... I said, never say God. Why did God bust up your knee then if, he, if he's doing all this? Well, oh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe all he busts your knee, then he puts you in a, a I don't know, tornado, Well, I, a sandstorm, I never a hurricane. Asked, yeah, I never asked God why things happened to me. You know, I just looked at it as an experience learned. I mean, I could be in worse situations. I could be locked up in the penitentiary. Well, and you're I could too be smart dead. for that, though, right? Hell yeah, I know. I love to be free. So what happened to you in the 12 years between oh, I getting was, out of football and I for starting like, to paint? I worked for like four different furniture companies, delivering furniture. I worked for like a, a, a garbage truck. I, I went, you know, picked up trash. I, I, did, uh, I parked cars. I sold some marijuana and stuff like that. And that wasn't stuff, what I wanted. Stuff like that. Yeah, I, I didn't want that. I didn't want that. And do you still sell weed? Or hell you, no. Who I, do you buy it from? Now? I don't know. I don't know that stuff. I don't do none of that stuff. Bruce Downport Jr. do not do no drugs. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's well put. So, <laughs> so what you do do those mm-hmm. now is you sit down and you draw marching bands. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, if you want to go take a look at the, the link on our website, you'll see uh, you can get a link to Bruce's paint and also to, to Myrtle's as well. But Bruce, you draw the the the, the lines of people mm-hmm. playing yeah. music in a marching band yeah. in the formation that they are in the marching band when mm-hmm. you see them walking at least walking down the street during yeah. during yeah. Mardi Gras parade or yeah. what, or whatever. Yeah. And and there's exactly the like? right there's the right number. I'm, I'm looking for me right now. <laughs> He's second in leader. This He's second leader. So do you get up every morning and paint yeah, or draw I, marching well, bands every day? Well, what happened is not. Um, art is a business. I wake up in the morning and I, I do like a business, like you would punch a time clock. That's what I do with the art. So what happened is now um, my art is like I have an LLC, I have an EIN, I got people working for me, I got an accountant, I got two lawyers, I got a, um, a fashion coordinator. Fashion coordinator? I got to look good. Polo you shirts. do look good. For real. I got to look very <laughs> nice. What is this? Yeah, it's uh, a poor Ralph Lauren. I'm waiting on Ralph Lauren. Steinmark? Can I send this to Ralph Lauren? Hey, man, call me. <laughs> I wear all your clothes. Call me, okay? I'm not playing with you, Ralph. So how many of these uh, marching band paintings are, are they drawings? Right? Oh, okay. Are you doing with a, you doing with a, with a pen? Yeah, I use a Sharpie pen, and I hand color it by um, Faber-Castell markers, acid-free paper. I got to make sure this stuff, you know, you better get it to your great-grandchildren. And, you and you get up every morning and you just draw these things? Mm-hmm. Every- I, well, what happened is a lot of times some of the artwork is what I've seen when I was like five to 15 years of age, mm-hmm. a lot of the Mardi Gras in New Orleans, you know, I hadn't seen that, and so now what I am, I'm able to reproduce that through just, you know, with that art. So that's why you're saying you, you can't come out and try to, you know, fake it till you make it. You know, just a lot of the stuff I hadn't seen when I was a kid. Right. You know, like this LSU picture, I seen LSU stand up and play that at, um, I think LSU came down here and played Tulane, and they had a pep rally, and Tulane band was out there. Oh my goodness, LSU just, Ooh, LSU doo dooed on them. Do you just draw bands you like, or yeah, I draw all of them. I draw all of them. Any one of them, I draw. Not just because they got good colors. Well, my thing is, I I wanted to get into the the band organization. You know, let them know I was out here Mm. because some band directors are like, you know, if it's not my band, don't draw me. And so I asked the band directors. I said, well, you know, what's you guys' uniform colors? We know. How many people y'all put on your front line or whatever it may be? How many people you have in different sections? You know, what's your heyday of your band? You know, um, how, how, you know, what's the best look for y'all? You know, what leg do I put up and what leg do I put down for y'all? You know, so I want, I want the band directors to always be a part of my artwork because it's not just art, it's a culture. Right. Because when I first started, it was a culture. 
and just so happened art just got a hand of it and it just where did the, where did the inspiration come to do i mean other than god to do the uh to do bands why bands why not well what happened was, was after katrina new orleans was jacked up you know they were dealing with um um, um cor corruption and, and 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 all this kind of stuff and so if i would have came out with something different besides the band people wouldn't wouldn't have came and accept me but since i came out with the bands people were like more joyful more understanding right. because a lot of a lot of the a lot of the people in New Orleans are band members, are band fans, right. and so and are you going to do? Stuff. Are you going to do bands forever? Are you like the George Rodriguez of, of bands? Oh, the Blue Dude, yeah, the Blue, the Blue Dog. Oh, my bad, the Blue Dog. I don't know. I don't no, know. No, he is not. No, don't because give that's him that. Oh, is that a bad thing? Oh, oh. <laughs> so, no, no, well, that's what I said. People don't. He's people don't. Well, people I mean, don't it's not like a that. shtick, right? Mm -hmm. that what Bruce well, is doing is kind of like a, it's a. He's developed his own arena, but it's not a shtick. It's not a. So the Blue Dog guy is out. No one likes the Blue Dog guy. No, I don't like the Blue Dog. You don't like him either. Hell no, I'm the big dog. You got big dog. It's the big dog. When you think of Georgia O'Keeffe who painted flowers, you don't think of her just like the lady who did the flowers. She's not the. She's not the Rodrigo flowers. Right, right. No, that would be an insult. So they won't. Not that I like Georgia O'Keeffe that much either, but but I like Bruce's. I like it too, but I don't think there's anything wrong with those Blue Dog paintings except there's too many of them. I think what Bruce says is way more personal too. There's a lot more you know feeling in each picture of the band. And what what gives a what gives a picture feeling oh man character judgment like when 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 somebody look at the artwork who who don't who, who don't even like art just an everyday joe we look at it and they go wow okay now you're art lover because now you liking that so so that's my thing i want to capture the, the the art lover's eyes i want to capture the art collector's wallet I want to capture, you know. I want to, I want to capture the. Ralph Lauren endorsement. Oh yeah, I want to capture the. Mike has a question for you. Mm -hmm. Well, as artists, I feel like um, no matter what it is, you know, painting, drawing, um, arithmetic. What, uh, <laughs> um, I'm not really sure if that's art quite yet. Oh, yeah. or, or, Count or that music. money. Count I that mean, money. That's art. I, I feel <laughs> like um, as artists, we we succeed the most, and we have. The most we have the most success and uh, the most productivity whenever we tell a story with what we're doing. So I could see Bruce telling stories with his paintings or with his works, and that's that's why I love Josh's Josh's songs that he writes is because um, he tells stories. Well, that's a good introduction, mm -hmm. as good introduction as I've ever heard to the wow. next Hazy Ray song. For real. <laughs> For real. What For story real. are we going right. to listen to? Are y'all feeling like playing pills? <laughs> What do you feel like that? Wanna do DV Chow? Nope. No? Okay, fine. You could tell you guys will never have you guys probably never had an argument in your band practice or something. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> For real? Yeah, every good band always have a disagreement. Well, when we practice in a hot garage in the middle of summer in <laughs> Texas, yeah, we had a couple arguments. Oh yeah. Get the hell out of here, let's go. Yeah. My dreams were made up. One more dance to inspire your love in my first love. Just another dance to counter her. This could bring my heart back to the first dance. And I would get this one second chance to continue this broken man's chase. She's not the same. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, she's not the same. She's not the same. No. 
You, you, you're looking at, I mean, you're looking at what? Jimi Hendrix? And you're looking at the Trump, oh, Lord. And then the bass. 
I'm waiting on this drummer. What the drummer at? Is he here? He's right there. Yes. I'm just playing. I'm just playing here. Just playing. <laughs> and he's incredible too. Yeah. Now, who was that about that song, Josh? Ooh. It's not the same. That's what you say. What's up? What's up? The weed we not the same. We kind of. Oh, <laughs> You're trying to get me in trouble, right? No. Now. <laughs> oh, you can you can make it up. Yeah. Oh no, I can't make it up. That's mm-hmm. that's terrible. that's the whole point, isn't it? <laughs> you can't make it up. Nah, I think you you need to hook up with Mitch. Mitch, you want, you want to obscure you, you want to obscure it a little yeah. bit. That's why you're writing a song and you're not saying someone's name. But it's yeah. about I spent I spent uh, before my before my young misspent years of playing with everything that moved mm. and. Uh, there was uh, there was a girl in my my youth that I was hung up hung up on the entire time. Damn women. And then I fell for another one. Yeah. And she never really believed that I uh, hey, never let go of the first one. Hey man, don't, uh, don't stop loving women, bro. Don't look. It, and then <laughs> and then it got, got my great song out of it, and then I moved on to the fun stuff. <laughs> so did the song get you out of that one as well? Just like mm. your song got Mitch out of the last they one. They always do. They you, always. You do. need to write Bruce a song for real. And to let him so he can move on. Right. I'm going to give you a hook. Get back to getting married. I'm going to give you a hook right here. Okay. Pimpin' ain't easy. How about that? Pimpin' ain't easy. Yeah. Yeah. Good idea. Copyright issues. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't think gonna, I don't think that's ever going to take off. Okay, so that's okay. not going to work off. Let me rework on. Hey, listen, let's, let's... What about Mitch? Mitch, Mitch. What, do you like what you hear? Mr. Piano Mitch. Mitch Foreman. The, the other Mitch. Foreman. The other white Mitch. The other white Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> the other white Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that guys are great. I appreciate that. Awesome. Hey, Mitch, you need to cut a record with him, bro. I'm telling you. I'm ready. I'm coming. Up. I'll, I'll be right over. It's a, always the trombone is all sort of like a shock to my system. What? But I, 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 I don't, don't hear many bands shot. with trombone. Not like a, but mo- not like a mostly m- toaster in the bathtub. I didn't, ex- like I didn't expect shot. it, especially in the first song. I didn't expect it. It sounds uh, great. I used to play trombone myself in marching band. Fantastic. Ah, wow. oh, there you go. And then, then, you end, then you look where you end up. Yeah, we used yeah. to be at the you band. You end up on a members. podcast. Yeah, we love it. In New Orleans. Mitch is a superstar. Have a, have a look what Mitch has done when you get a minute, when you look it up on your iPad right now. Okay, Myrtle, back to you, because I have to ask you a question, because we're running out of time seriously here, but how do you pronounce it? Automata or o- automata? Automata. Automata. Yeah, but a lot of people say automata because it's easier, and it rhymes with muffalata. Nice. You say automata. No, you say automata. Automata. Tell us... Tell us a little bit about what it is, because it's fascinating and even more indescribable than your paintings, which I did a bad job of describing. So over to you. It's become a festival, but it's basically an exhibition of mechanical sculpture and kinetic kinetic sculpture and and inventions and robotic things and wind-up things and, um, yeah, science experiments. And the people who make these are people who you bring together. You know, they're all, not all made by you. Let's just No, no, they're I, I, the, I the just pull them right? together. Yeah, and I What gave you the, the idea to do this? Um, I have th- I have several friends who just have the knack. You know, you have friends who are gearheads who just know how to make stuff and they're all really interesting and kind of <coughs> hyper people and they were constantly banging their heads against the wall. <laughs> You're like, "Go do this. Here, go do that." So, like Republicans. Yes. So, so you gave them, so you gave them something to do. You yeah, well, make, I mean, it's just a central point for these people. You know, like the, this enormous amount of energy that people put into making stuff that has no point at all. I mean, a lot. There's a whole world out there of people who do this, where it does have a point. It leads to new inventions and new ideas, and That's called kind NASA. of synthesize exactly <laughs> synthesizes science and other disciplines. And for us, it's it's uh, art and science. But um, you know, it's a whole new world that's happening. 
pretty much everywhere, and it's it's happening in New Orleans too. So. And what gave you the idea? Just because you knew these people, I mean, did you have some sort? Do you have a vision? Yeah, for this I, thing? I really like. I I don't know. I just appreciate my friends who have enormous talent, and I I I see like person A could work really well with person C, and then see what happens when they're in a room together. So mm. that's. So the you're the sort of like connector of all these people yeah. that brought this thing together. Yeah. Well, congratulations! It's a really amazingly. She's, she's also an agent. An agent, I guess. Like an agent I'm a secret me. agent for mm -hmm. the population of Mars. That's my girl's agent. <laughs> is it making any money, Automata? No, it makes no money at all. I have to raise money. I have to raise a lot of money for it. Um, we were pretty scrappy the first year, and then I realized that it would help people if I raised money to give them grants mm. for their materials because n nobody has any money. Um, and it also is helpful to get artists who have been doing this for years into New Orleans from other states, you know, and, and just add to the mix. And it's more, it ends up being like a forum, like a conference almost. And then the, the whole show itself is like a theatrical production and a lab laboratory at the same time. You must be very proud of Automata. I, I love it. It's exhausting, and <laughs> I don't have any, you know, I don't make money from it. Right. But it's, I feel, I don't know why I feel, I feel way more into it than I do my own. <coughs> you gonna get a blessing for that. You, where did that come from, that noise? Is that Mitch? That was me. Somebody, okay. <laughs> you, you I thought you were playing the piano again, Mitch. So it's a reward. <laughs> it's a rewarding thing for you to do, Myrtle. But yeah, a little compulsive thing you need, too. You need Bruce to hook up the finances. I know. I need you. somebody who down. knows how to write grants and talk to businesses who so want to sponsor this. You don't like this. filling out the form. I hate mm -hmm. paperwork. So you're looking for some, <laughs> you're looking for someone to fill out the form. I for do. You. I need. So if I can't do listening this. Listening to this. Yeah. And they like to fill out forms. Fill out the form. I will. I will help you out. I hereby announce formal application for self-employment with Atomic. You write, <laughs> write your Way own paycheck. Good job, man. <laughs> Good job. I, I will pay you. <laughs> Bruce will pay you. Bruce Davenport Bruce will, pay will pay you. Pay you. Bruce, Bruce. well, it would be good. Maybe Bruce should support the whole kit. Yeah, uh, Ralph Lauren to support Automata. Yeah, you better uh, hurry up, man, because I'm about to hook up my boy Mitch, the piano player. Well, I'm Mitch, ready. Yeah. Mitch is going to play the piano right now because our time is up and we have to all, unfortunately, mm. go our separate ways uh, out of here. My special guests on Happy Hour this week have been Myrtle Von Damitz III, or the first, depending on who you believe, <laughs> Bruce Davenport Jr., who really is Bruce Davenport Jr., yes, Joshua sir. Ray, Mike Hayes, and Mitch Curtis from Hazy Ray. Yeah, check them out. Yeah, check them out. There you go. The producer of our show is Melinda Hawes. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yes. love her. She is so nice. Our associate producer and technical director sitting over there is Chris Kehoe. He don't say nothing. Our music director is Christian Unruh. Cliff Brigden is our web designer and All our right. link to the real world. Our theme song was written and is being played right now by the fabulous, talented, and charming Mitch Foreman. If you'd like to be on our show and you can stay sober for about an hour, drop can't, us a line look, at itsneworleans it. at gmail.com. Our show is recorded live at the Columns Hotel in Uptown New Orleans. Check out our other happy hours on our website, itsneworleans.com, as well as our other shows, Out to Lunch with Peter Raschuti from Commander's Palace. Coming soon, Mindset with psychiatrist Dr. Nick Paycheck and True to the Game with True fabulous game. and funny Chris True. You can no. keep up with us by liking It's New Orleans on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter. And you can subscribe to our podcasts on iTunes. Happy Hour is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com, for Mitch Foreman on piano, and everybody else here. Love you. At Happy Hour. Be good, I'm Grant Morris. Take care. See you again. Woo!